As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're on with Mario Lopez. You're on Mario Lopez. Joining me now on Zoom from Shark Tank, Barbara Corcoran. Welcome to the show. How are you, Barbara? Very good. And it's really nice to be with you. We have the same kind of shirt on. That's right. What? Looks much better uh, on you. I see the the nice trophies prominently placed behind you. I see an Emmy. Oh, I see. What is I that to your left right there? I don't even know. I probably bought it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure you got a great deal. Uh, well, congratulations. Currently season 13 of A Shark Tank. I, I, I love this show. You can't help but get sort of captivated and drawn in. But wh- why do you think audiences are still connected after all these years? Because they're not only drawn in, they weigh in. They weigh in with each other when they're sitting at home. What do you think? Would you buy that? You think you should take that shark or that shark? Will that work? Would I pay that much? They're paying too much. So it's not a uh, kind of show you listen to and quietly absorb. Everybody has a comment. I can't travel in an airport, which is less frequently than it used to be, without people coming and commenting on a deal I passed or a deal I made. I'm like, whoa, they're more into it than I am. You know, absolutely. The word in short, it's engaging. And aspirational. I, I oftentimes I'm like, I think I have a good idea. I and then I rehearse my little pitch that I would give to you. Um, you've made more than 50 deals on the show. Um, for the most part, have they paid off? Actually, it's over 100 at this point. But wow. Years. Have they paid off? Depends on the deal. Um, more don't pay off than pay off in, in terms of making money on your original investment. But the ones that pay off tend to pay off uh, fairly big. And make up for the losses on the ones that don't. So you're always ahead, but never ahead enough where I'm thinking to myself, I'm making a kill in this season. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's great all the way around. You win. You're making dreams come true. I love it. Um, you, you've also got a podcast, Business Unusual. Great title. What do you talk about on there? Uh, I answer questions. I interview people as everyone does, but I'm always looking for 
someone that has an odd spin on something or a different way of looking at life. But what I like the best about it is my 88 Barber line that people call in and do those interviews because people have everyday problems that have crippling them, uh, baffling them, uh, making them feel discouraged, whatever. And I happen to be really good at giving advice. I probably should have been a shrink in another life, but people call in with the craziest thing. Like the other day I had a crazy guy call in. He wanted <laughs> nine feet tall and he swore he could bring back the dinosaurs well that's a nut job but he was so engaged he fell in love with them people ask you know practical things practical things like how do i get the money to start the business how do i get my confidence up one woman a couple of weeks ago want to know how she should leave her husband mm. tomorrow it would be fine oh here's how to leave you husband. but she want to do it by tomorrow and then it's uh, ambitious how to fire my mother which i've done so i could get great advice <laughs> People ask whatever they, they want to ask, but I think yeah. I give really I, I bet you do. And I love that you're sort of running the gamut on, on all sorts of different topics. My mom likes to give herself raises without me knowing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, being I'm a big mama's boy, uh, I let her take advantage. Um, is this true? I read you had 22 jobs before you started your real estate company. Yes, but those aren't professions, remember. I worked since I was 11, so I was 24 when I got my real job, which was starting my own business. Thank God I got that job. Right. Uh, but they were menial jobs. But let me tell you, by the time I was 24, I was like an old lady inside. I knew a lot about business, not not in a sophisticated way, but I knew how to wait on counters, how to charm customers. I knew how to sell merchandise. I had like such a series of menial jobs, but you learn uh, by doing. And so that was my Harvard MBA. I think I came out smarter than the guys at Harvard. Yeah, no, you're right. As soon as you dive in and it becomes real and, and you're able to apply it in practical real life situations, that's the best way to learn. But is uh, would you essentially say you made your fortune though through real estate? No, I wouldn't. I would say I made my fortune through people. Ah. Uh, when I built my real estate business, um, I only focused on one thing. Who could I get? Who could I make better? Who could I motivate? Who could I get to follow me? Who could I get to dream as big as I was dreaming? Who would buy in and how could I keep them once they bought in? And so I became really good at recruiting, retaining and motivating. And that's my gift. I didn't know very much about real estate, but I didn't need to because I had a thousand people that were selling real estate. It's funny today. I was with a guy last night at a, at a little dinner and he said to me, he said, oh, you know, the apartment and he named some address. I said, sure. I always lie. because. <laughs> in any of those apartments sure. i only sold one apartment and rented like seven i sold one and people think wow she's been to every palace in the city right. Nah, i haven't been but my agents were they sold it they collected the six percent commissions and our company got a substantial portion of that and that's how i made my empire so you could say real estate but I don't think of it that way. I think of it through great people that's such a smart way to think about it and you're right if you can have those people skills they really do go such a long way and, and you can apply it to everything. I just always like hearing real estate stories on a personal note because being in the entertainment industry, it's incredibly fluid and unpredictable. So I've always felt real estate, they're not making any more of it. <laughs> and I like conservative investments. So great. Good. Um, what would you tell someone who was starting out with, let's just say a thousand or two thousand dollars to their name, but they they were ambitious? Um, well, first of all, to challenge yourself, are you truly ambitious? You know, a lot of people mix up enthusiasm uh, with ambition. Mm -hmm. Very, very different. Everybody's got beginner enthusiasm. It's like when you have your first love, your first day, whoa, we're in love, love. No, ambition is the part you have to have when you're in the marriage to push through, push through, never lose the faith and get to the finish line. 
So, yeah, you have to ask yourself, are you ambitious? Do you envision yourself as that somebody, whatever that is, in living color? I haven't met any entrepreneurs who got there without a vision of themselves, not a business plan, but a vision of themselves. So I think that's key. Um, and I think uh, you have to not jump over the most essential step or question in business, which is as simple as none of my sales, what are my returns, my margins, all that stuff we hear on Shark The essential question, which is, does this business make common sense? Hmm. And two, would enough people buy it? Would they buy that service? Would they buy that product? Would enough people do it to make a business? If not, it's a hobby. You could bake cakes, uh, specialty uh, pineapple cake. But if not enough people are dying for a pineapple cake, you're not going to have a business. You're going to have a hobby. But a lot of people skip that step. So I think that is the essential step. And you could bring it to the street. You don't have to have a prototype. You could have drawing. You could have something made out of paper or wood that you made yourself. And if, let's say, you have a child's product, you could take it to the school and ask every 20 women in line dropping off their kids, would you buy this? What would you pay? Would you buy this? What would you pay? And chances are very good you would start that business because you'll find out there's no demand. Uh, but, uh, yeah, those are essential questions. Does it make sense? Will enough people buy it? And then to just do a little kicking of the tire, test it out there versus get a patent, hire an attorney, talk to your neighbors, get dad to invest in it. How about just trying it on the street and seeing if anybody even wants the product? Such great, smart advice. Yes, absolutely. Um, we're coming up on the finals of another uh, season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, oh, don't even mention it. <laughs> did you not have a great uh, experience? Till I got rejected, number one, I was fabulous. <laughs> I had a blast uh, learning how to dance because I had never danced in my life, except, you know, my my same two-step I've been doing since high school. Right. Now I know how to dance. There you and go. So good looking to dance with. At my age, get a handsome guy like that, practice with every day. Wonderful. It's a win-win. And I got number one rejection. <laughs> it was so good. I thought I was going to win. I didn't know I was going to get number one out. I thought I was going to be number one at the end. I think people probably thought she's already winning in life. <laughs> she's good. <laughs> no, you know what people thought, Matt? People thought she can't dance. So right. <laughs> good for you though, to put yourself out there. Um, how old are the kids? What are they into? Uh, my own children? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was trying to which kids, which is my <laughs> my oldest, Tom, is 28. He has his own business. He builds buildings, renovates, invests. Not my business. I was in the brokerage and I think he's crazy over there, but he's doing well. <laughs> and my daughter, Kate, is only 16 and she's uh, fanatical about basketball. That's her thing right now for the moment. OK, she's a hooper. Nice. Nice. Do you have time to watch TV? Do you get to relax and... Uh... It's not that, I, you know, you make the time for whatever you want. Do I watch TV is the question. Never. Oh, never. And why I say, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. We have something else. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mario. We have some, I might as well call it what it is. We have a camera guy on the lighting over there who has a problem with what he had for lunch. I thought I heard that. And I'm like, okay, Barbara, you're feeling very relaxed. I, I'm going to be honest. I was doing something else. I thought that was maybe Mario. No. <laughs> I love that. Barbara put him on blast. That's like my new favorite moment. My new favorite moment. Actually, Shout out to the camera guy. Kind of sounds like um, he put her on blast. Right. Hey, listen, we don't have any more problems. He already left. He went out the door. We're all clear. <laughs> Poor working. guy will never be able to look you in the eye. That's so awesome. Yeah, he's worked for me a lot of years. I know he has a gas issue. It's okay. <laughs> Clearly, he's very comfortable. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.